Welcome to a Politipop Podcast mini review. I am Mike Booch, one of your co-hosts of the Politipop Podcast, and this is our very first mini review. For those of you who aren't aware of what our podcast is, we are a podcast that reads between the lines of, of different forms of pop culture, movies, shows, books, comic books especially. We love those. We're huge geeks on the podcast, and we discuss the social and political themes within. Um... Because uh, anyone who has a belief, if you create something, your belief is inherently in that thing. You know, maybe dependent upon what's going on around, uh, you know, around the world, what's going on in society. And, and you know, obviously those things always make it into art uh, when, when it's made. And um, we have a really interesting look into, into the creators, into the era in which whatever movie or whatever was created. And... Um, that's what we are about, primarily. We're a political podcast and we discuss pop culture. However, these mini-reviews, we're probably not going to be leaning into that too much. These are really just for us to have fun and and share our reviews with you of stuff that we liked and stuff that hopefully you like as well. So the first episode we're doing, and we're not doing it together either. These mini-reviews are going to be uh, Ty does his own that I have not heard yet, and I do mine that he has not heard yet. And then I'm going to edit them together and release them to you. Um, Normally we release our episodes every Friday. The mini-reviews are going to be every Monday. Uh, So this is our very first one. Thank you for, for coming and joining us. It's not going to be very long. Uh, we are going to be reviewing uh, Falcon, I'm going to call it Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, even though it's The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. just kind of seems redundant to me. Uh, this is our review of episode one. Um, so, overall, it was enjoyable. I feel like it's, I've already watched episode two, so it's kind of rough to, <laughs> to, to discuss episode one, um, but uh you know, o- overall, you know, it's a really good, it's a really good start. I, I, I enjoy the character of Bucky. Uh, I know that Sam uh, becomes Captain America in the comic book, so I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Um, you know, my, my, my real issue with, um, my real issue with this is that in the movies, they didn't really give Sam a lot to do other than being the sidekick. So it is tough for me to all of a sudden be on board with this whole, like, Oh, you know, I have this family all of a sudden and and we're, you know, and we're and and our business is about to go under and um <clears throat> so so it 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 seemed a little rough to just kind of throw that in there uh for us. But but you know, overall I'm I'm really excited to see how it goes. I do have some theories and predictions. Uh one of my theories is that Torres is a double agent. Um and the other theory is that Steve actually knows that Sam becomes Captain America because we're forgetting that, well, some people are, maybe not you, I don't know. Uh, But when Steve went back in time in Endgame to go to the different timelines and return the Infinity Stones, all he had with him was Molnir and the Infinity Stones. He never took a shield with him, meaning that he came back with a shield. Was it his shield um, from the other timeline? Did he even decide to be Captain America in the other timeline? Or... You know, I mean, there was probably another Captain America in that timeline anyway. So maybe after, you know, after he leaves or whatever, Sam takes over his cap. And, you know, of course, <clears throat> we see that Steve gets to gets to live to old age. So 
through one way or another, maybe he outlives Sam and then takes that shield and brings it to his his original timeline to be like, listen, dude, this is your destiny. Here you go. You're going to be Captain America. Sam doesn't know that. You know, the first words at the beginning of the episode where they where they give that dialogue and he says it feels like it's someone else's and, and Steve goes, it isn't. I feel right there. That's something. There's a reason they said that again. And it isn't, you know, means like, no, this is your shield from where I where I just came from, buddy. And, you know, Sam doesn't know that he, you know, so he, so he gives it up. Uh, you know, if we do want to talk about the political stuff there, you know, the, and the social commentary, there is, you know, this idea of imposter syndrome. This, there's this idea of, you know, does a black man have to use a white man's legacy to make his own way in the world or can he make his own way on his own? You know, I think all of that is very real, and I think it's going through Sam's head as he decides to give the shield uh, back to the U.S. government, who, of course, you know, they say, oh, you did the right thing. And then, of course, at the end, they gave it to somebody else, you know, showing that they weren't ready for Sam to be Cap. He had the shield, but they were ready for this guy to be Cap, somebody who they could control, somebody who's already in the military, because we know that Sam was uh, he was on the run. For, for a few years with Cap's team. He was an enemy of the state. So even though he is a vet, you know, his allegiances aren't necessarily to the United States military, although it is weird that he's working with them again. Like, it's, it, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Um, you know, they seem to be operating below the radar in, in this other in this other country. Um, it's it was awesome to see Sam do all that flying and shit. Like he was awesome and and using like the wings in the fight, even in close even in close quarters combat. I thought that that was really cool. Um, I uh, <laughs> a lot of people aren't aware that like Kurt Russell is Disney royalty. Like like his I've, not his first role. Some of his first roles like Disney started his career. So yes, Wyatt Russell, his son, is going to be in there. It's not like. Oh, just because he was ego, we're gonna put his son in in a Marvel thing. It's like no, like Kurt Russell and Disney go way back. Ego is like a you know big return home for him. Um, I love the fact that Bucky is making amends. I love the fact that we see Bucky in therapy. When we do our WandaVision uh, episode this week, you'll hear it. Like I just, I I'm a real fan that mental health is now in the mainstream conversation. And um, you know they did it with WandaVision. They <laughs> they did it with WandaVision. It sounded like something from The Sopranos. Even though I've never seen The Sopranos, I heard that the other day. They did it um, uh, in WandaVision. And yeah, we see Bucky here, like, you know, one of the toughest guys in the world. He's going, you know, he's going through it. He has to make amends. He has his PTSD. He remembers all the terrible things that he was forced to do as the Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, Bucky's story in the comic books and in the MCU uh, is, you know, is always great to follow. And I'm glad that they're doing a lot more with him now that that him and Sam aren't just the sidekicks. Right. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, the Flag Smashers, I don't know much about them. You know, I know what I know mostly because I've watched a bunch of New Rockstars videos, which is where all my theorizing is coming from. So if you haven't checked out New Rockstars on YouTube, go for it. They do a lot of awesome breakdowns of all the stuff that we love. Uh, and, you know, they catch some stuff that, you know, that even I missed. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm more of a DC guy, to be frank with you. So, uh, you know, getting to know this Marvel stuff now has been pretty cool for me uh, because I don't really know where it's going 100%. I've read the comics, but not all of them. I'm not like a hardcore fan. So it's it's been really great to kind of be caught off guard and get surprises. Um, This whole we need new heroes, one suited for the times we're in. I thought that that was a very interesting quote. I believe it was Rhodey who said it. Uh, you know, this idea of, you know, once again, do you want someone who is going like you know cap was very old fashioned but it was because steve was old fashioned so 
is it the symbol of Captain America that doesn't fit in today? Or is it Steve's uh, version of justice that may not fit in today? You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, yeah, the Flag Smashers. Let me get back to them. So uh, overall, they seem like a pretty cool group. Uh, they seem like they're, you know, trying to unite the world, get rid of borders. And, you know, obviously, that's, you know, it's a, it seems like a great plan. It seems like a, you know, really, uh, you know, great goal to 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 have. But, uh, you know, it's always one of those matters of like the villains justified, but they do the wrong thing. You know, it could be Killmonger all over again. Uh, but I but I'm, you know, looking forward to see where it goes. And uh, overall, I'm just I'm wondering, like, what this story means to veterans. So if you're one of our regular listeners and you happen to be a vet or if you're just picking it up now because it's released on a different day and you happen uh, and, you, and you've served, uh, feel free to send us an email at politipopcast at gmail dot com. That's P-O-L-I-T-I-P-O-P-C-A-S-T at gmail dot com. And uh, let us know what does this story mean to you? Because, you know. This like it's it's entrenched in in uh you know the military industrial complex for better or worse you know the MCU is definitely pro military Chris Evans has gone and signed bombs with this freaking name on them and stuff uh, but you know there's also this narrative of like hmm they're operating below the radar they're going too far they're doing things that are a little sketchy and Sam is more of a more of like an independent contractor working with them so so I'm interested to see what this means to you uh you know do you are you like pro the new Captain America? Are you, you know, more pro old Captain America? Does Bucky's story of making amends and having to live through his his trauma and more more so live with it? What does that mean to you? Uh, but but that's that's pretty much it. Like I said, these are mini reviews. We do want to keep them short. But thank you so much for listening. Like I said, we release uh, episodes every Friday where we review TV shows, movies, books, a whole lot of it, and, and discuss the social and political themes within. Those episodes are a lot longer. They're a lot more dense. And um, you know what? I'm looking forward to hearing what Ty has to say in a bit because we're going to his review next. Enjoy it. Hey, this is Ty from the Politipop Podcast, reviewing The Falcon and Winter Soldier, Episode 1, New World Order. So just some general thoughts on it. Overall, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. Uh, I am looking forward to the other five remaining episodes since it's a pretty short season. Um, just a couple of quick notes. So the aerial scene, the big action scene in this episode where we see Falcon kind of, uh, you know, attacking the airplane. Um trying to save that uh, one military asset. So while well, I thought it was a cool way to begin the scene, and I thought uh, some of the, the use of Falcon's wings in combat was really cool, um, in a way to show that he's kind of a hero on his own, he doesn't need Captain America to be you know, effective, I thought it was shot kind of strangely. It felt almost like an extreme sports uh, video to me, and I think a lot of that had to do with the CGI they used, um, the camera angles, things like that. It was a little off-putting to me, just just some of those shots where, you know, they had the camera kind of underneath Falcon's face. They, you know, they've done similar things with Iron Man, but I think when he has the, the helmet on, it looks a lot cooler than, than this. It just, again, it seems kind of like extreme sports to me than an action movie. Um, but, you know, cool way to start the episode. Uh, I thought that they did a good job giving Sam a little more personality and some backstory. You know, we found out he has a sister and he has nephews that he hasn't seen because he was, you know, snapped away by Thanos. 
Uh, there was definitely some some pretty interesting moments there. Um, you know, we, we had the scene where him and his sister go to the bank to try and get a loan, which I thought was one of the best scenes of the episode. Uh, you know, redlining is a real thing. And we find here even someone who is literally an Avenger, a superhero, still cannot get a loan, um, you know, be, because probably because he's black, right? And he's just not able to get the same, uh, you know, treated the same way as, as some of the other maybe heroes in this universe or people in this universe. And, you know, his sister's pretty disappointed with him. Um, and I thought this this was kind of building up how Sam is going to be let down again later on by people uh, when he finds out that there's a new Captain America. You know, he gave up the shield even though, you know, Steve Rogers said to him that it was his. And he said it felt like someone else's. So he, he gave it to the museum so that they could put it on display. And what do they do? They get a white Captain America to take over for Steve Rogers. And I think, you know, that final scene where, where we see this probably hurts him a lot. And I think, it you know, Disney's never going to lean into the aspects of racism too much. They're, they're too afraid of upsetting people. But, you know, the fact that they... You know, they're kind of touching on this stuff, I think, is pretty cool. Um, you know, I wish they would go into it more, but, you know, it's it's very clear that they wanted a white Captain America in in this uh, in this scenario, and, and, you know, Sam wasn't it. So I think there's even a military general that says, hey, you made the right decision at one point. So, you know, th- this is what they were hoping for, uh, and Sam kind of gave it to them, and I think he's kind of pissed off, and I think we're going to see that play out for the rest of the season with him trying to... Uh, you know, take back the shield and realize that maybe it is his after all. Um, but again, I do find Sam kind of bland overall. Uh, I just don't find him super engaging. Um, not not any of the acting fault, but just as a, as a character, he's always kind of been, um, you know, the supporting cast. You know, Cap, he, was, he was Cap's friend. You know, that's the whole thing. Him and Bucky were Cap's friends, but... You know, I'm hoping we get to see a little bit more of his personality. We get to see his interaction with some of the locals where, where his sister lives, and that was kind of cool. Um, he made a few jokes here and there, which is classic Marvel. But, you know, there's nothing about Falcon to me that really stands out from, from the rest of the MCU. So hoping they do that with the next five episodes. Uh, so to jump into Bucky scenes a little bit, I, I am biased. I'm a huge Bucky fan. Um, I loved Edward Baker's run on Captain America where he created a Winter Soldier. And I, I've always felt that it was a natural progression for characters like Batman and Captain America to eventually either die or give up their suit and pass it on to their protege. You know, in this case, it would be Bucky. And with Batman, it would be Dick Grayson, my all-time favorite comic book character. But yeah, Bucky's a top five comic character for me. So, you know, I'm really invested in seeing his character kind of uh, explored a little more in the MCU. And I thought uh, there was some really good emotional payoff in this episode. We got to see him, um, you know, dealing with therapy, going through therapy for the first time and kind of dealing with the emotions of of what he did as the Winter Soldier. And, uh, you know, we had a very funny scene with his therapist where we saw that he's trying to make amends, right? with people that he either hurt or helped that were Hydra members. So, you know, he's, he's trying to get over his trauma. He's still having nightmares. You know, it's, it's going to take a long time for him to really get past this, but uh, you know, it, they did a good job kind of showing this. Um, and you know, the, the moment where you find out that he was actually spending time with this older Japanese man who was uh, the father of someone that he killed as a winter soldier. And this man never got closure because he never knew what happened. And Bucky's trying to make amends, but you know, I think the guilt um, is so much for him and him trying to be friends with this guy. It's really difficult for him to come clean and, and really 
show him who he is. They, they do some really funny jokes and some cool moments kind of showing that he's a man out of time, much like Steve was, um, maybe even more so. He's never really had the opportunity to kind of relax and get used to this world. Um, you know, he he makes jokes about how, you know, he tried online dating and, you know, it just was too much for him. So they're really leaning into he's a man out of time. Um, and I, th- I think it's it's good. It's really it's been good for his character. And I find his story is probably the most interesting. And I'm really looking forward to him and and Sam kind of meeting up again. We find out that Sam's been texting him and Bucky's been ignoring it uh, and seeing how their dynamic plays out since they weren't really the biggest fans of each other in the in the films. Though I think they've got a little bit of camaraderie now. Uh, obviously, Sam you know feels some some friendship towards him as he's reaching out uh, and to see them work together to get the shield back from this new Captain America. So overall, uh, I, I thought it was a solid episode. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to them exploring more, uh, hopefully some more, you know, aspects of racism in this universe and, uh, you know, uh, trying to redeem yourself and trying to do the right thing and, and kind of move past, uh, you know, some of the things that hasn't happened. You know, one thing my girlfriend says, it, it didn't grab her. She didn't hate it, but she, it didn't grab her when we watched it. And I, I kind of feel that way too. It wasn't like a, a huge moment. I think just kind of the new cap was supposed to be that moment. But I guess we'll see what the rest of the season brings. Overall, I enjoyed it and looking forward to more. Uh, yeah, so for the Politopod Podcast, I've been Ty, and I'll see you next week. Wow, Ty, thank you so much for that amazing review that I've totally listened to before recording this segment of the podcast. Uh, for those of you who are returning listeners, thank you so much as always. Uh, you you really make this worth it, and, and we appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who are new listeners, well, enjoy these mini-reviews. If you want to hear the, you know, the more political stuff or current events related stuff you know listen to the episodes that we release every friday uh you know and thank you thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back with another mini review next week for the falcon and uh, i said i wasn't gonna call it the falcon and the winter soldier fws we'll be back with another mini review next week for falcon and the winter soldier uh so hang tight until then uh we'll we'll, we'll see you in episode two all right uh, in the meantime you can listen to us uh, rate and review us on Wherever you get your podcast, whatever your podcatcher of choice is, if you leave a five-star review, uh, we will read it at the top of the episode, and we it really means a lot to us. You can find us on Twitter at PolitipopPod, Instagram at PolitipopPodcast, and like I said before, you can email us at PolitipopCast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. And as always, you can find our show notes and sources at PolitipopPodcast.wordpress.com. And um, there won't be any show notes for this episode, but we have plenty for the other episodes that actually require research and, you know, when we're when we're putting out ideas or opinions that when misconstrued or not backed up by facts can be a little bit dangerous. So that's something that we're, we are very uh, strict about for the most part. Uh, but thank you so much for listening again. And always thanks to Antonia Chava for logo design. We'll see you next week for Falcon and the winter soldier part two. And uh, remember, no matter what you're watching, no matter what you're listening to, no matter what you're reading, never stop thinking, never stop learning and always read between the lines.